0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, from wherever you're listening to us from. We are excited to welcome you to our first episode of the Sweet Potato Genetic Advances and Innovative Seed Systems, Sweet Games Podcast. I am your host, Viviana Tacos. Today we are joined by one of the winners of the 2016 World Food Prize, Dr. Maria Andrade, who's based in Mozambique. We will be discussing sweet potato, a multicolor, beautiful crop. Welcome, Maria.
1: Yeah, Thank you very much, Vivian, for this opportunity.
0: Okay, so Maria, what do you love most about sweet potato?
1: I love sweet potato very, very much. It's very easy to plant, very easy to grow, and where no other crop can survive, sweet potato can make it. Also, sweet potato is very versatile, drought tolerant. It outranks most staple crop in vitamins, minerals, fiber, and also protein content. Sweet potato is a true nutritional powerhouse. It's also so nice because only one small root, about 100 gram, meets the daily vitamin A needs for a very young child. You don't really need to grow a big hectare age to be able to fulfill the vitamin A deficiency for the families. And that is why I love sweet potato, because it has all these attributes. It's a super, super food for men, for women, and for children.
0: Thank you very much, Maria. Indeed, it's a very important crop going by each of those details that you have just shared with me. Maybe let's look at some of the famous people that you have named your sweet potatoes after.
1: Because I am the mother, uh, I always give a name which will correspond to Godmothers and Godfather, uh, because I'm very aware that the roles of Godmothers and Godfathers when I'm not there to protect them. I don't like to put them numbers or anything, they are the names name of people. So at this moment we have have five to release so we have uh, Palmira, we have uh, Olga, we have Ambassador Queen and two other women in the group ready to go.
0: Uh, Why is it so important that uh, the sweet potato comes in a particular color and how many colors do we have the sweet potato in? There is
1: uh, many colors. We have the orange, we have the cream, we have the white, and we also have the purple. But uh, for me, I love the orange, as you know. I always dress in orange. And if you are a breeder, you need to promote your variety. I love the orange color because it has this pigment that we call beta-carotene. And uh, it's also very good because any farmers can really visually pick up the color and select. Especially in this place like Mozambique in the countryside, where the literacy rate is very low. The color really helps us because you go even in the market, you tell them you don't want to buy this orange sweet potato because it's bad. Those women will tell you, you don't know what they are saying. And it's very good for your children, you buy it. So they all know that the orange is fresh. Sweet potato is very good for the children, it's very good for those pregnant women. So the color orange really helps us.
0: And uh, you also mentioned about the other uses of the sweet potato, and that has brought me to my next question. Because this crop is unique, sweet potato can be used entirely, the entire crop can be used. Could you tell us more about this?
1: Let us start for the storage roots. The leaves also are eaten as an important source of minerals. The vines are used for planting. That is the planting material we use. And also the very same vine that are left over in the field after the harvest can be used for animal feeding. And as you see, in sweet potato, nothing goes on
0: to waste. Uh, how does... Sweet potato helped to grow farmer resilience.
1: If you see, for example, sweet potato under catastrophe, the first thing people start looking for the emergency was the sweet potato vine. In two months, if you plant, you have the leaves to eat. In three months, you also have the roots to eat. In 2013, we have drought in the southern part of Mozambique and uh, you plant the field of maize when some rain comes and you plant field of sweet potato at the same time, you come two months later because there was no additional rain, all the maize was gone when the sweet potato was still there. Of course, under the drought the yields are less but the farmers will, will harvest the leaves and also will harvest some roots. So it is indeed something that can save thousands of people from hunger. So sweet potato under emergency is one of the most
0: important crops. Are there some specific traits that really make this sweet potato to be climate smart? Southern
1: Africa, is the region, of surprise, if I can say flood, drought. We really need to really look into variety that could withstand such extreme. Because you see, uh, we have this variety that is very good, introduced from from the United States. We call it the resisto. The vines are very small, and when the drought comes, they are the one to first one to grow. That was one very indication to tell me that if I want my variety to survive, I need to look into the size of the vine. Because the, the stronger the vine, the more they are able to survive. If I want to also want them to stand the, the, the very dry condition, I need to look into the sproutability of the roots. Because in the African farming system what they do Usually the farmers leave the roots under the ground and when the first rain comes, those roots that are under the ground start sprouting sprouting, and the farmers will take advantage of those sprouting to establish a new sweet potato feed. So these are some characteristics that we need to look into to be able to select what is very good for the region. For nutritional purpose, we look into the orange flesh. At the moment also, we are selecting also for purple because of uh, antioxidants in the purple. So we look into drought traits, early season drought, fruit sprouting, vine survival, neural leaves, traits, stay green leaves. These are the things we look for. And yield and itself, it's a must trait too doesn't matter what you choose, but if it does not taste very well, the farmers will not accept
0: it. Even as we are mentioning the, those traits and their importance to farmers, I'm tempted to ask, why is it important that you get the farmers' input early on in the breeding process?
1: Uh, it's very important because the farmers, they are the producers, but they are also the consumers. We call them the end-users incorporating their thoughts earlier in the program as a breeder it's very important is to make sure that the variety that comes on later on in four years time reflect their needs that is why involving the farmers the youth and all other physiologists agronomists the breeders very early to really discuss what the breeders are supposed to produce is quite critical. Then the breeders will understand what are the traits, the traits that the farmers and all the other stakeholders are looking for. And then the the breeder will start the design on how he or she should conduct the breeding program to come up with with the product profile, which was initially Designed for all the stakeholders, including the farm.
0: What has you excited about the future of sweet potato? You know,
1: I think sweet potato has a great future at the moment because we are into a new phase of working sweet potato, which we call sweet gains. We are working towards modernizing breeding operation in sip to deliver what we call genetic gain directly. At the smallholder farmer level. Uh, doesn't matter how much variety you produce at the moment, but whatever you, we are going to produce must be top, top, with an impact at the farmer level. And this variety that we are to develop using all this modernization is to really replace the old varieties that is in the possession of the farmers. And what is very exciting about Sweet Games is because the objective is to include the national program of, of at least four countries that will get all the training, all the capacity building to treat equally to SIP to be to be able to deliver the product. So this is quite exciting because we are we are link, linking with excellence in breeding platform. We are also linking with uh, End uh, the Crop to End Hunger, which are all CGRs, initiatives to be able to really produce something to feed the, the growing population, the growing world. we on the top with the COVID-19. I think this is very, very exciting because I'm really learning a lot with this initiative, and we are looking into uh, all these genetic variants, all these uh, general combining ability to be able to select parents that will go back into the system to maximize the hybridization, to produce top-top variety, the new era for sweet potato in Africa and, and in Asia.
0: Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Maria Andrade. It has been a pleasure talking to you, learning a a lot about sweet potato and the way forward regarding this uh, climate smart crop. So I wish you well and um, hope we can continue the conversation at a later time. Bye to you. Bye bye, thank you. Please join us next time for another episode of the Sweet Gains podcast, where we explore further innovations in modern plant breeding. This program is led by the International Potato Center and forms part of 1CGIAR's Excellence in Breeding Platform.